Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Today's show, we will focus on the current state of precious metals, global demonetization, and what actions you, the investor, need to take. Joining us today is Bill Murphy of the Gold Antitrust Action Committee, also known as GATA. Thank you for joining us today, sir. Great to be here, Maurice. Thank you. Bill, for first-time listeners, can you please share who is the Gold Antitrust Action Committee? Now, the Gold Antitrust Action Committee was formed by my colleague Chris Powell and myself in January of 1999 to expose the manipulation of the of the gold market. And we initially thought it was just bullion banks, and then we realized it was much bigger. It included the Fed, the Treasury, Bank for International Settlements, other central banks, and so on. And we've been on the case for years to... Uh, do what we can to end the manipulation and expose it. Yeah, thank you for conveying that. You know, Mr. Murphy, since we last spoke, we've had two significant events that take, have taken place, I should say. A controversial election and the Fed has finally implemented its second increase of 25 basis points this decade. Gold and silver are underperforming. Investors want to know why. What is causing precious metals to underperform? Well... This is something that's sort of dear to my heart because having been in the markets for 40 years plus, I've never seen anything like this ever. And that is that ahead of the election, even a Trump th a thought of Trump winning, which was unexpected, sent the stock market lower and gold higher. I mean, it happened time and time again when there were rumors about this and that. And then afterwards, uh, as we all know by now, the stock market's gone bonkers and gold has gone straight down. Well, in my opinion, they were petrified about what could happen should a Trump win because it would could destabilize all that they've set up. I mean, that was according to every, everybody you spoke to. So they were ready to go behind the scenes, the gold cartel and the plunge protection team in the stock market to move these markets dramatically to change perceptions. And they would have to do something that was so powerful that it would undo all the negativity about it, what a, a Trump win, what people thought. And it's worked you know, almost beyond comprehension. And... Uh, it's still ongoing. And then, uh, you know, we had the Fed come in and it was the most in the market Fed raise of all time. And all of a sudden it accelerated the moves even higher. All of a sudden interest rates going up didn't mean anything to the stock market, which it did for uh, for years and years. And all of a sudden they're talking about their, their talks and gold liver for more rate hikes. But all the talk has been nothing for years. So this is really extraordinary what has happened, and it's going to play out in unusual fashion, I think. Well, time will certainly tell. You know, to add to this narrative, conversely, we've had global demonetization occurring in Venezuela and India. I say conversely because I've been conducting a series of interviews with Giant Bhandari, the host of the highly acclaimed Capitalism Immorality, and he has been in India conveying events as they have been unfolding. And in India, gold was recently 3,000 U.S. Talk about a global... Uh, price distortion here. What are your thoughts on these events? Well, I like to hear about India from your friend, Mr. Bandari, because I mean, he was the one who would know what he's talking about. It's scary what's being done. There's all sign, kind of signs of or talk of commo and commotion about what's really going on over there. Is it good for gold? Is it bad? Is it creating the prices that you talked about? Is it decreasing demand? Is it going to all pick up later? But it creates fear and uh, that fear eventually is going to lead to more gold and silver demand, not less, even if it's interrupted in the short term because people don't know how to pay for it. You know, it's times like this when we're talking about the uh, in the U.S. that weak hands tend to uh, 
release their precious metals because they believe they've made a bad investment. But Bill, if you've had the option to invest in bonds in the United States, Venezuela, and or India versus gold and silver, which would you select and why? Well, as you probably would guess, I'm very much prejudiced. But one thing you do know, I mean, you've got the Dow and the, and the United States going bonkers and gold and silver have just been slaughtered. And from everything that I can see what's coming and what my hunch is, is that, you know, this is about as good a time to buy in history to buy gold and silver. So I can't say buying $3,000 gold right now, like you have to in India would be good. But it's certainly down where we are in the United States. Uh, it's an incredible buying opportunity. Now, do you view precious metals as insurance or as an investment with speculative aspirations? Well, they're both, of course. And, uh, you know, if you, from a goddess standpoint, gold and silver are incredibly undervalued. They're at artificially low prices. According to James Turk, I have a great deal of respect for gold money. If gold had kept pace with inflation, it would be $3,300 an ounce right now. That's how much the suppression, the rigging has affected the gold market. And silver, I think, is even more explosive. And I think it's going to go to well over $100. So I'm very prejudiced towards both of them and especially silver. And that goes into my next question. Is silver a better value proposition right now than gold? Well, I think so because, you know, we, we think we know what they've done with the gold market. I have a pretty good idea. Silver is much more difficult. We don't know where this gold cartel, as we call it, has come up with the supply to keep the silver price down here. But it, it's a big mystery. And I think that once silver takes out 21, the upside, it's not going to be just a gradual move up. It's going to be absolutely explosive, like a market is rarely traded, because we think that they've had to keep the silver price down here you know, because of its, uh, you know, connection to gold and so on, and that they've overdone it. And it's just my opinion, but that's what I see coming. Now, for an investor that has not deployed capital towards precious metals, what words of wisdom would you like to share with them? Well, I guess the obvious one is just, you know, to you know, do your homework and, and get involved somehow and, and get some in your portfolio or, you know, in your bank or wherever you want to store it. And, it's like any other investment, out of sight, out of mind. Once you own it, once you have something, you pay more attention to it and what's behind it and why gold and silver could just explode in the years to come. And certainly after what we've seen, what the markets have just done, uh, the word insurance has uh, never been more appropriate. Amen to that. You know, as a point of distinction, for an investor that has exposure to ETFs such as GLD or SLV and no allocation towards the physical metals, uh, what do you see wrong with this investment thesis? One, it's, it's right and wrong is difficult in the sense that it's easier for investors to buy physical gold through these instruments. However, ironically enough, I mean, they're, they're the custodians of those two are, are formerly were the biggest shorts of all, HSBC and, and JP Morgan. And there's nothing to say that in their documents to say they can't do whatever they want with the physical silver that they supposedly have bought and what they could do with it. So if we ever go into a real crisis situation and everybody's looking to get their physical gold and, and silver, uh, all of a sudden it, it, it could create mega problems that no one's anticipating right now. So I'm no fan of theirs, but um, I can understand why people invest in them. Now, as a proxy to precious metals, do you like the Sprott Physical Trusts? 
Well, I'm one of Eric Sprott's biggest fan, and uh, he's one of God's heroes and one of the smartest men in all of Canada. I know right now when people are selling, as you mentioned earlier, Maurice, he's all around trying to buy up everything he can at the right price of uh, uh, stuff that he's looking at. And I know he's one of the biggest silver bulls of all, and I have the highest regard for him. And I know that their, uh, their structure doesn't have the same impediments that the other two that you mentioned do. So I'm more favorable towards what uh, Eric set up. You know, you mentioned uh, Mr. Sprott. You know, I always like to share with investors, if you cannot do in quantity what the financial elite do, at a minimum, do in quality what they do. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Bill, what are your expectations for the metals in 2017? Well, again, as you might guess, because we, by my personal belief, they are so artificially low and, and, and cheap that they could explode. I think once they go up this year, that it, it will be very fast and very volatile. And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me that we are reaching sort of an end game scenario for the, this gold cartel in which they're pounding gold and silver and pounding it and pounding it to get the specs out so that they can cover their shorts they've had in the futures market all these years. They've already done so immensely. And all of a sudden they decide that they need to for various reasons, such as physical supply and so on, that the prices are going to go up sharply. And you have a scenario for that to occur. I'm not saying it will because... Heck, nobody knows, but that's my guess what's going on. And to answer your earlier question, why they've acted so terribly since Trump has won, not even in office yet, look what's happened. I mean, it's, it's actually, it's remarkable. And I think it's been set in motion by what I mentioned, and now it's feeding on itself. And uh, so I think, you know, what 2017 is, is going to be fantastic. Of course, 2016 started out that way, and look what has happened. So we'll see. Yes, we will. Last question for you, Bill. What did I forget to ask? Oh, you're great questions, Maurice. And I just think it's uh, important this time of year to remember family and friends and how good many of us have it, even though that those of us in the gold and silver sector have been beat up these past months. But that's going to change. And I think uh, uh, it's very important to keep, you know, thoughts on the donut, not the hole, as they used to say, and that uh, what we have coming is going to be spectacular, and it'll probably come out of nowhere. So it's time for people to really take a look at gold and silver now when the average investor in the United States is only can think about is how much money to put in the Dow. So if I can bring that to the table and helps people, great. Thank you for conveying that. And Bill, please share, where can we expect to see Gata presenting in 2017? Well, I'll be in Acapulco in uh, February and uh, Brussels in April, and my colleague Chris Powell is expected to be in Hong Kong and Singapore uh, early this spring. So we're still out there fighting a the good fight. And, of course, uh, we love to do great interviews like you're conducting here, and, and we're willing to go anywhere to win the day. All right. Please provide us with a website and contact information. Well, uh, my colleague Chris Powell puts out a great stuff at gata.org you can sign up for free and the metropolecafe.com i've been doing it since oh september 1998 people can sign up for a two-week free trial and see if it's worth worth it to them and last but not least please visit our website www.provenandprobable.com if you're seeking to protect your portfolio from demonetization through miles franklin precious metals investments we offer gold silver platinum and palladium offshore storage and safe deposit boxes, which are fully insured and secured by Brinks, 
and self-directed IRAs. The website, again, is www.provenandprobable.com. Bill Murphy of Gata, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you, Maurice and Miles Franklin are really good people, if I might say. <laughs> thank you again, sir. All the best to you, and Merry Christmas. I, Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Remember to like and subscribe for more conversations with the most respected names in the natural resource space. Check out our website at www.provenandprobable.com. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.